What's up, man? Sorry to everybody for missing last week. That was uh, that was my fault. That was definitely my fault. Yeah, Jacob's a piece of shit. So, but uh, I, I might also say you're welcome because that was like three and a half hours. So you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, it was long. It was. Long. I don't even remember what we fucking rambled on about that made it so long. But I know it was three and a half hours. Uh, the All Blacks and USA took up a lot of time. Did it? I feel like Prem was. I think I remember something. Prem, I think Prem did, but I think we talked a lot about the All Blacks and the USA. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. I got our results though, and oh, was... uh, I did not do good. You didn't do bad. Looking at the prem, I thought I got almost every game wrong. I think I got two right. You were about we're we're about as we usually do. Um, I yeah, I thought it was gonna be a lot worse, but it honestly wasn't that bad. It was just all over the place. Um, so fuck it, let's start with the uh, prem first with the game that uh, almost surprised me. That was Gloucester versus Exeter. Um, you had Exeter 26 to 23. I had Gloucester 26 to 18 and Exeter took that one 16 to 13. Uh, so first disagreement right off the bat and you won that one. Uh, by the way, the disagreements were close. Like were they? it was who, a big uh, week. Who won? I did. Oh, I got you by one. Damn it. So we had seven disagreements. Uh, I have four and you had three. Damn. And it, it came down to uh, a friendly match that was really hard to find the results for that I didn't know was a friendly match. All right. So, um, but yeah, second game was Bath versus Wasps. Um, what a shit show that was. <laughs> The game was a shit show, dude. Which, I mean, like, Bath just, they suck this year, and Wasps have so many injuries. So, I mean, basically, like, hookers, they're basically signing hookers off the street. So, they're like, hey, come play one game for us, and hopefully one of our other guys will be healthy again. When is uh, Willis coming back? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hopefully this year, but his knee was jacked yeah shit i imagine that's just disgusting and it sucks because i mean it was jacked for two years before that too yeah so yeah uh we both had a wasp to take that one uh fucking christ i think i wrote down 28 for you it, it just looked like swirls all over the place 28 uh, sounds good <laughs> so i'm gonna say you had 28 to 15 in favor of the wasp i had 26 12 and uh, they won 27 to 17. So you're pretty close. So are you. Both of, us are, both of us are pretty close on that one. Yeah. Um, you. The next game was London Irish versus Bristol. This was a second. Dude. Dude. And uh, you had London Irish 38-18. Um, I had Bristol 21 to 20. And Bristol pulled that one out of their ass, a uh, forty-five to thirty-three. Uh, okay, did you watch it? London Irish at one point had three players all in the bin. No, 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 no. no. That was Bristol. It? it was Bristol. 
Yeah, that was like the last that you had Charles Puyatel. You oh, had that's right. That's right. That's when Kieran. that's when the Irish actually came back. So the game wouldn't have been that close if Bristol didn't go down to 12 men at one point. And uh, fuck the ref for putting us down to 12 men. Charles Puyatel, yes. It was a deliberate knock. I get that. I can't remember what Heenan did to get. The thing is that when you're when they're in that quick of succession, like when one person gets a yellow card and you keep doing penalties, like the referees warn the team basically. It's like, look, if you guys keep fucking up, like it's just gonna keep being yellow cards. I don't know, man. See, like I fuck, this is gonna get like some backlash, but I legit feel like he was getting paid off that first half because there was shit that we were getting like called for that like shouldn't even been like a thought, right? Yeah. Like when Andy Aaron got carded, I don't know if you saw it, and somebody, we probably won't have anybody email to answer or to correct me, but uh, London Irish took off with the ball. Piers O'Connor tackled the guy. Nobody came from London Irish to ruck. The scrum half immediately picked the ball up. Andy Aaron was behind O'Connor after he tackled, so he was on oh. And as soon as the, the scrum half picked the ball up, because nobody was there to, to ruck, as soon as he picked the ball up, Andy Aaron tackled him, stripped the ball, and took off, and then he got carded for offsides. And it was, dude, he was, before he got carded, he was calling Andy Aaron offsides like every single time he touched the ball. And it was, it was the most frustrating thing ever. Like, I, I legit feel like, you know, the ref was just like, fuck Bristol. Or like, I don't like, like that guy. Yeah, dude, like, it wasn't just against Aaron, man, it was against everybody. In the second half, it looked like he was more fair, like he was working with both teams. But in the first half, it looked like he was like, like fucking somebody from Bristol was screwing his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this dude fucking hated Bristol. That's that's how I felt about the Saints game. I was like, look, I get the Saints are making a lot of penalties, but like when you're looking at it's 25 penalties to six, you're just not calling on a certain team at that point because there's so many penalties you could be calling both ways, but you're distinctly looking at one team. At a certain point. Yeah, dude. It was... I was losing my shit. Like, so I was watching that game in the shower, and then I went to work. And, like, the whole time, I'm screaming in the shower, I'm screaming in the truck to work, and then I'm screaming at work. <laughs> because, like, that game was frustrating. As We won, you know? And we won really good. But, fuck, man. That ref. Oh, my God. Like... Yeah, London the- Irish, they got their win. They checked out for the rest of the season now. So, yeah, right? <laughs> like, we got our win. All right, cool. We can fuck off the rest of the season now. Yeah, yeah no shit. Uh, Sheedy did pretty good. I think he went for, like, seven for eight. Uh, something like that. But, yeah, dude, that game was terrible. As far as penalty-wise, it was a really cool game. In the first half, Bristol scored twice in less than a minute. Yeah, like I they, saw that. They were on good. it. But, uh the first half, man, like I said, it felt like the ref just, like, caught a Bristol player. Maybe he caught Pat Lamb screwing his wife, and the next game, you know, he had to go ref that match, and he was like, fuck these guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that ref did not seem like he was a Bristol fan at all the first half. It's all right. At least you got the win. Yeah. About fucking time, too. Oh, my gosh. If that would have kept up, I don't think he would have won. Um, so yeah, anyways, Bristol took that one 45 to 33. The next game was also a disagreement. That was, uh, Northampton versus Leicester. 
You had Saints uh, 18 to 13. I had Lester 20 to 16, and Lester took that one 55 to whew, 26. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, it was bad. Like I was saying, I think Saints gave up like 25 or 26 penalties in the game. You're not going to win giving up that many penalties. And fucking Rory Hutchinson needs to go sit his ass on the bench for a while. Um, he's been fucking up recently. Um, last week when we beat Worcester, you know, 62 to seven or whatever it was, he's the one that got his kick charged for some stupid, he, like, he doesn't look up. He's just like, I'm going to kick it now. It's like, there's someone charging you. Like you need to look at what you're doing. So that happened again. Um, he notoriously doesn't offload. Like he'll have like a two on one and he's like running a contact bull moose. All right, you bitch. God damn it. We're still doing this shit. If you keep Ah. drinking with your right hand, we're still doing it. So he'll like, he will run into contact when they have overloads. It's like, all you have to do is pass it right, pass it left. And he just refuses to do it. Takes contact like that. They could have scored tries. Instead, he gets tackled. Ball gets turned over. So, He's a talented player, but he needs to go sit down for a while. Let someone else play because he's costing the team points. Yeah, it's crazy how you guys uh, – did y'all get four tries? I mean, 26. Yeah, we got, so we got four tries. So, we got the four-try bonus. So, at least we got one point out of it. You still get blown out. Yeah, we got beat pretty bad. That's terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, the next game was uh, Worcester Warriors versus Sale, and never saw this one coming. Uh, you had Sale forty-four to ten. I had Sale thirty to eighteen, and Worcester took that one twenty-seven to fourteen. Or yeah, Worcester took that one twenty-seven to fourteen. Yeah. So okay. hey, <laughs> did you watch the highlights on this one? I don't think I did. No, I'm thinking about Man. it. Jamie Shilcock and Duhan Vandermeer were on fire this game. I want to say I did see a tweet about uh, Duhan running in. and uh, yeah, He scored two. I think Shilcock scored two as well. One of the guys from Worcester had a stiff arm from fucking hell. Yeah, that was the same. So on one try, Jamie Shilcock gets the ball. He stiff-armed the sale 13. I mean, <laughs> into the dirt. This guy yeah. probably left an impression in the ground. Yeah, he picked then him he, up then he like offloaded. and just like yeah. dumped him. And this is a fullback, so he's smaller, too, Yeah, he did this. And then he offloaded to Duhan, who was running at full speed. And I think another smaller winger tried to hit Duhan, and he just yeah, crossed his arms. Like it was that hard of a hit. That guy was not committed. I wouldn't be committed trying to no. hit Duhan. Like, that guy was like, oh, I guess I'll just make a showing for my coach real quick. Yeah, Duhan running like, full uh, speed. I mean, yeah, yeah. How, how much of a <laughs> effort are you really going to make? <laughs> so he got bounced. Yeah, that was... That was great. That made me happy to see them oh, finally dude. win. I don't like Sale either, so glad they lost. Yeah, I'm definitely not a Sale fan. Uh, I think it's because of you, too. You're, like, slowly turning me away from uh, Faf. Yep. Well, and I also... I, I mean, I like Sale from McGinty, but... Yeah, I do like Sale from McGinty, and uh, what's their 11? Uh, fuck. Yard. Oh, Marlon Yard? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like him, too. Uh, and of course, Curry. I like Curry. Uh, but 
Fath, not a Fath fan, and and uh, to me, it feels like he definitely like represents that team, and I don't like South Africa, and he plays for South Africa, so you just got to go down the ladder, and then you'll finally well, figure. Why yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Fath. I don't like <laughs> Sale. I don't like South Africa. Well, it's fucked up because I like Fath, but I don't like South Africa, and he plays for South Africa, so it's like, all right, fuck you guys. He also like he's like the face of them too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. right, you know what? So you did that. You did that. Uh, the next wish he wasn't so damn good. You know what I mean? Like, I'd feel better about disliking him if he sucked or something, but he's fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. The best. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um... The next game was a disagreement. Yeah, it was a disagreement, which is kind of funny because the week before you chose the series, you said Quins have nothing to worry about when it comes to the series. Oh, yeah, and then I watched Saracens play the next two weeks in a row, and I was like, you know what? Never yeah. mind. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was Quins versus Saracens. Quins was home. You had a series forty-five to twenty-seven. I had Quinn's thirty-two to thirty, uh, and series took that one twenty-nine to twenty-two. So I picked Saracens though because they had more, more players staying. Quinn sent off half of their team to go play for England. So both of them had players gone. This is one that I want to see when they have their full sides like back. Full yeah. strength teams. This would be crazy game. Which, by the end of, they're gonna play probably closer towards the end of the season again. Yeah, we might have Six Nations at that time, so we might not. Might, they might meet in the postseason. Yeah, maybe. Can show me the results. It's looking like it's gonna be them. Yeah, definitely them too. Let's see. When will Saracens play the Quins again? They will play them. On February. Is that Six Nations time? Wait, that's what's going on here. Okay, so they won't be what going until, so they oh it's April. What the fuck? Oh, February. So yeah, February is when Six Nations starts up again. So yeah, they probably won't be full strength again. Dang. Uh they might have been called what the fuck is going on? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see, where were we? Saracens and Quins. Oh, yeah. So Saracens took that one 29 to 22. Um, so you got that one right. So as of right now, at the end of the premiership, 
we are dead even. You have two disagreements. I have two disagreements. So in the in the prim alone, we had six disagree or four disagreements. <laughs> uh, looking at the standings, Leicester is number one still. Uh, they are seven zero with thirty two. Second place is Series. They are five and one with twenty four. Then you have Quinns four and two with twenty two, and then Saints are number four with four two and twenty. We're hanging in there. Yeah, your middle of the pack is yeah right behind you. You have Chiefs. They have nineteen, and then Gloucester eighteen, Wasp fifteen. So it is really close. Yeah, so far. it's close. Uh, you got Lemon Irish, Newcastle Falcons, and then the Sharks. Sharks are tenth place. Uh, your bottom three is Worcester. They are seven and f- or sorry, two and five with twelve. Bristol is two and four with nine, and Bath is zero oh and six with three. Yeah, yikes. Uh, we still have the second worst different differential too behind Worcester because you know Sale or Series ran that up, and so did everybody else against them. So. Could be worse. You could be London Scottish. Yeah, I mean, you definitely could. Uh, coming up, we have flip some pages here. First game is going to be Leicester home versus Bath. That's going to be Friday, November fifth at two forty-five Central Time. Leicester sixty-one to. <laughs> <laughs> to 17. Okay, well, I got Lester 2, but it's definitely not 61 to 17. Dude, they just put up 50 points on the Saints, who are way better than Bath, and they did that at Saints. At home, they should be able to put 10 more points on Bath. Yeah, I, I'm going to take 10 away. I'm going to do like 45 to 12. Uh, the next game, this is going to be Saturday, November 6th at 10 o'clock Central Time. This is going to be Bristol home versus Worcester Warriors. Worcester is losing their remaining good players. So um, Bears should take this one 35 to 20. I got Bristol 32 to 26. Uh, up next, we have Saracens home uh, against London Irish. That's going to be November 6th at 10 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, Saracens are going to keep rolling. Uh, 48 to 29. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, their backups looked good. I don't think London Irish. And it wasn't even like they're, a lot of their starters stuck around. I know Billy got hurt, but I mean. I think they're going to be okay without Philly. You know what I mean? The rest of their team is doing really, really good. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Series also, 46 to 32. Yeah, London Irish are going to put up points, but they're not going to win. Right. Uh, up next, we have Sales Sharks home against Northampton Saints. This is going to be Saturday, November 6th at noon Central Time. Uh, I'm going to say Saints. I mean, they just, Sharks just got beat by Worcester. So we put up 60 on Worcester two weeks ago. We should be able to come back from a loss to Leicester, say 27 to 14. Pretty close. Uh, I got Saints also 26 to 18. Yeah, Sale just look like they're not uh, 
they're missing that physicality they normally have. So normally they're like, you know, really in your face, physical defense. They don't seem to have that right now. And they've only won two games this year, so. And then up next we have Chiefs home versus Newcastle Falcons Saturday, November 6th at 12.30 Central Time. The winner is Bull Moose. You gotta start picking something to drink that's a little bit more chuggable. Shiner's not, you know, known for going down super easy when you gotta chug a whole bottle. God damn it! So for everyone that uh, doesn't know, because the episode didn't air over our three and a half hour recording, <laughs> probably How got Jacob on. Me? <laughs> probably eight or nine. I mean, it was. Oh, God. It was a lot. So. Eventually, Jacob will learn to start drinking with his left hand in all situations. You know what's fucked? It, it's maybe it's not happening with you, but I haven't been around rugby so long that I, it's the habit's going away. Not no, I um, the first season I had with the Mad Dogs, I got Wyo got me a lot. I like, didn't a lot, a lot. I surprisingly haven't gotten. That bad. I think it's just because when I'm with the team, I automatically know. Yeah, I, I got ingrained in me pretty, pretty quick. So now it's just habit. Like, train myself just left hand only. I don't know. It's random. Like sometimes I'll find myself randomly doing it, and then like today, obviously, like it's just not happening. But it's not happening for you. So while I. Uh... Chug this. Why don't you toss your score out there and explain why you think it's going to be that score? Uh, who was it again? Chiefs and Newcastle? Chiefs and Newcastle. Chiefs are home. So Chiefs are going to be losing a lot of players. Newcastle have lost a couple key players. So I th- think the Chiefs backup should be able to squeak out a two-point win. Say 19 to 17. Ah. Uh. How's that Shiner feel going down? Cold, man. They are. I have these iced up. I can't even drink real beer because I'm still sick. You're drinking a seltzer? You yeah. fuck cherry? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Black cherry. Fact. Uh, I got eggs that are 30 to 28. Uh, so cold. Yeah, I, I don't think Newcastle have the depth. So, I think if they had their starters there, it'd be a different story. And I think Exeter are getting Sam Simmons back for the week. Yeah. So, we'll, we can talk about that a little bit more later, but. Yeah. Uh, Jones is such a pud. Yeah, prick. Um, last game we have is going to be Waff home versus the Quins. That's going to be Sunday, November 7th at 10.30 Central Time. Well, this is the injured team versus the team that's away at England. So, um, go with the boys, I guess, and Wasps eke out a four-point win, 24-20. to 20. 
maybe we're not going to have Jimmy Gopperth. I bet. I think he I think he's dead. Was well, his so. Lewis line? He's not called up, right? I thought I saw something about him. He is called up. Oh wait, I don't. He was in the the squad. I don't know if he because he was playing last week. So I don't know. Care obviously they're not calling him up anymore. So you still got that magical motherfucker. Marler's up. Uh, Alex Dombrant, he's up, right? Yeah, Dombrant's up for sure. Uh, you got wasps. Which I don't have. Like if, I'm, wins. Yeah, you're probably but, right. Realistically, twenty six to twenty. So I'll give the winner two extra points, but the loser's still going to get 20 points. Fair enough. Uh, And that's it. That's all we got for Prim. Oh, all right. Moving into the championship. Uh, The first game we had was... I'm sorry. uh, um, You were asking if Lewis Lina was in the... Oh yeah, my bad. Squad. Um, I don't know if he's even committed to England yet. I think he can still commit to Australia if he wants to. What? His dad's like an Australian legend. Is he? Yeah. Legend. Yes. I'll send you some highlights of his dad. Okay. Huh. So he can still choose to go. I think he's one of like their top point scorers for Australia. Yeah, then go to Australia. Like that's what I figured. Play, play in England. Go play internationally for yeah. Australia. Fuck it. And then when Australia wants to pay you more money, go play for them. Uh, yeah. Fuck, I don't even know why that's a thought. And he's not doing bad either. So I'm surprised they he's have doing great. Well, they have both of them have been England and oh, really? Australia have been like, hey, come play for us. Well, I figured England was, but. Yeah, but now if he's not going to make the squad for England, I'd be like, Australia, what you got? Yeah, well, I'd heart- Australia. a heartbeat. You know, could you, could you like, imagine if he was a part of the squad that took out South Africa? Or if he got to play against England? He goes and plays for Quinns, and he gets some, he plays against all those guys, like... How many Australian players play in the Prem? Well, right now, there's a bunch of former ones playing for London Irish. Because I know Luke Morahan, he's an Australian player. Well, well, the former. Australia. Yeah. I think he does. London Irish has at least three. Yeah. Curtis Rona. um, What's his name? Nick Brisby. They're scrum half. And then they've got um, a second row forget his name but he he also plays there so there's at least three just on london irish which is kind of weird but so they're, the, they're the they're the exiles but they're supposed to be the the irish exiles yeah right i'm still trying to work some uh magic on mr will over here getting him on the show oh yeah is it working uh, ish like i'm just like having like casual conversations with the guy you know, and to my surprise, he is very responsive to like somebody like me. He's just like, yeah, whatever. It's a regular person. That's what's cool about rugby, though, man. It's like most people are really, really down to earth like that. Yeah, no, he's cool, man. Like, 
like we're talking about like the jackals and all this random shit and like he's very responsive so i i think sooner or later i could probably work him on the show right but i, I really on, don't on one of them thing. preferably ours well i mean shit it looks like it could be both i mean what what he's doing with oakum you know i'm pretty sure yeah get him on to talk about that because i that's can't the kind of stuff we want to talk about though about oakum like you go to their website and you can't even find like modern games that are being played. Like it's not an updated website, but, uh, but yeah, no, he's fucking dope, man. Like for anybody who doesn't know, I hit this guy up. Sorry, Will, but I was drinking a little bit and I saw you who's online. I was like, eh, maybe. And so I sent him a text and he responded. I was like, what the fuck? You know, like this is a former Bristol player, my favorite team. And this guy's just like, Hey, what's up, dude? Like this guy absolutely he just used to melt people from the center position. Yeah, I was just like, damn, man. And he he played for a bunch of teams in the Prem too. Like yeah. a ton. Yeah, he also played for some championships. I think he played for like Coventry. Yeah. So I mean, he he, he was... played he played quite a bit. All right, so let's move into the championship. <clears throat> um first game we had was Ant Hill versus Doncaster. We both had Amstel to win that one, and Doncaster took that one 20 to 18. By the way, my saying that one right, Doncaster, doesn't sound right. That's right. It sounds really wrong. No, that's right. Uh, the second game we had was Richmond versus the Reds. Uh, you had Richmond 30 to 20. I had Reds 24 to 20. And Reds took that one 26 to 20. I picked Richmond. Yeah. Doesn't sound like me, but all right. I have it written down. All right. I'll trust you. There was one more game. Actually, it was the Quins versus Series. I didn't highlight it until like today whenever I was filling everything out. No, I know I picked Series on that one because I, yeah. I know I hinted hot about that a lot. But Yeah, highlighting is like how I know it's a disagreement. Today, like I was going through and filling this whole thing out. And then it was like, okay, Sarius took that one. I went and circled your name. I didn't see it was highlighted, so I went to go circle my name. And I was like, wait, this shows Quinn's there. So, but yeah, I mean, I sh- it shows you. All right, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, John. Doesn't sound like me, but all right. Right there. It's right okay. there. Okay. Okay. We can't even ask people about last week because you know you didn't post it. This is the real EP twenty nine. Um. So yeah. Anyways, next game uh, was Cornish Pirates versus Coventry. Uh, I had Cornish Pirates uh, thirty six to twenty four. You had Coventry forty four to nine. And nope. <laughs> nope. I know that wasn't the case. Uh, you had Pirates forty four to nine, and uh, they took that one forty to five. So you were damn fucking close for a blowout. Like you were calling that one. Uh, up next was uh, Hartbury versus Bedford, and fuck Hartbury, man. <laughs> Dude, Hartbury's tough to pick. Dude, they've been, like, rocking this season, man. Like, killing yeah. it. Maybe uh, their students had some classes they had to be at. They couldn't... Uh, yeah, I guess so, right? Like some had about- something to do. They couldn't do it this week. Fucking bitch-ass teacher giving them detentions or shit like that. Like, <laughs> Damn. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so we both had Harper to win that one because they've been doing fucking amazing. 
You had them 34 to 22. I had them 30 to 12. And Bedford took that game 42 to 19. Oh. Ouch. The next game kind of went how we saw it going, just worse. Like, this is <laughs> fucking insane. There was like news articles about this. Uh, Ealing played against London Scottish. So the best team by quite a bit and the worst team by, by quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Hey, you you actually thought it was gonna get over a century. So you had them one thirty nine to seventeen. I had them seventy eight to eighteen. They won one oh one to seven. Like that's just insane. Yeah. I like, wasn't being dramatic when I said they would get over hundred points. It, that's fucking nuts. So yeah, yeah. So, so looking at the points differential, London Scottish are negative 237. Oh, yeah. Where are you getting and your info? Ealing, and Ealing are plus 233. Where are you getting your info from right now? Google it. Wow. I sent out updates, and you can't even look at our own updates. I, I told you. I told you. It's because my screen's fucked up on my phone. I can't. I literally cannot see it on the updates because I have that big line running through my phone. I cannot see it right. Didn't you say you, like, split your screen on your computer sometimes? I can do that, yes. Thank you. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so... I'm getting a new phone tomorrow, so... Now that we're going into point differentials, we can look at the standing. So Ealing is confidently number one. Uh, <laughs> well... Well, points-wise, no. Points table, Differential not wise. fucking lutely uh, well, they're, only, they're only losses to the team right behind them. Yeah. Yeah, they are... So right now they're number one. They are four and one with twenty-one points, but with a differential of two hundred thirty. Excuse me, thirty-three. That I mean, that's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, the Pirates are also four and one. Uh, they have nineteen points with a differential of fifty-eight. I think they're only two points behind, but they're hundred and eighty points less, like scored. Oh yeah. So, but their defense is really good. I mean, they held. What did they hold Ealing to? Like 15, something like that? It's been a minute, but it sounds right. Something something small. It, was a small, it wasn't a big scoring game. No. Uh, Jersey Reds, number three. They are three and one and one draw with 18 points. Your middle of the pack, you have Bedford, Richmond, Hartbury, Doncaster, and Amphill. And then your bottom three, you have Nottingham. They are two and three with 10 points. Coventry is a 10th. They are two and four with 10 points. And then... Well, the Scottish are there. Hardly. They show they show up at least. I mean, they put zero 15, points. Yeah, they put fifteen games. guys in the field. Six games. They have zero points. Their differential is a negative two thirty seven. Uh, phew, man, they they That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So. Um. The first game we got is Jersey Reds home versus Hartbury University. Jersey Reds should win, especially being at home. I'm going to say 38 to 20. I'm going to give it a 32 to 26 to the Reds, though. Oh, okay. Have we had a disagreement yet? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah Quins and Wasps. That's it. I did. Which I think you're going to get. A, I think I gave you a point on that one. 
need to highlight that one. All right. Next game, uh, that one is going to be at 8.15 in the morning on Saturday, by the way. Uh, next game is going to be Doncaster home versus Richmond. That's going to be at 8.30 in the morning, also on Saturday. Say Richmond 17 to 13. You know, you don't have to say the times because there's that poor guy or girl in Germany listening to this and they're like 8 15 in the morning. What are you talking about? Well, I always, I think I always say central time, don't I? Yeah, but I mean, they don't know what central time is. That's insulting, first of all. How, why would they have any idea of our time zones? Because if I say Central Time, they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, that's not my time zone. Right, but you think they're going to go, what is U.S. Central Time Zone compared to Germany time zone? No, they probably just, just look the fucking game up. I'm just saying, man, you're you're telling everyone what time the game starts. And but if anybody in you know our if time anybody zone, in Texas wants to know. Which is a majority of our listeners, I would have to say. Probably, yeah. They could be like, oh, that game's early as shit. I'll watch it whenever I'm done. Waking they're up. All on, they're all on replays anyway. Yeah. Um, so you can't watch these games live at all. Anybody in the USA. Unless you have like VPN or some stupid shit like that. Well, you these ones you can, but you have to buy a ticket for them. Huh? Championship games? You can watch them on like stream them or what? Stream them? Yeah. You have to buy a ticket though. Well, that's kind of fucking dope. Actually, the the last time I wanted to watch the Pirates, I went to go get the ticket. It wasn't working. Something something happened where it didn't work. And five minutes into the game, I want to say it was the Jersey Reds. They were hosting, and they were like, you know what? They're like, fuck it. We'll put it on YouTube. I remember this. I remember so, yeah, this. I went on YouTube, and it, there it was, like, free and live. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, that never happens. So, yeah, but you can – you have to go to, like, the individual team's website, I think. <sighs> And then I think you could, but it has to be the home team, I believe. That's really badass. I didn't know you could do that. So but that's because it'd be better, but that's the RFU not giving them funding. So they'd rather pay England players a whole lot more, give all the money to the Prem. Yeah. Well, at least how much is a ticket? Like seven bucks? No, it's like 15 probably. What? Bro, they don't make any money. These these guys need money. I don't have a problem paying them twelve bucks, fifteen bucks, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But now you got to look at it like, do I want to pay fifteen bucks for a championship stream, or do I want to pay twelve bucks for a fucking URC stream? (laughs) Waiting for Black Friday. You said Richmond, right? I don't remember what the game was. Doncaster versus Richmond. Yep, Richmond. Uh, yeah. Um. I'm going to do 18-12 to Richmond also. All right. Uh, next game we have is going to be London Scottish versus Cornish Pirates. This is going to be Saturday, November 6th. It's going to be ugly for London Scottish. Even though they're playing at home, I think. It's it's going to be uh, 53 to... Eight. Wow. So close. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
You said 53 to 8. I said 57 to 10. Damn. Close. We're getting dialed in with our scores here. But watch London Scottish blow them out the water. That's that's the kind of luck I got. I swear to God, if you just spoke that into existence, I'm going to fucking lose it. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Next game we have is Bedford Blues home versus the Ealing Trailfinders. Ooh. Uh, Ealing should win that one. Bedford's a better team at home, but I, I mean, it's Ealing. They've scored exactly 200 more points than Bedford has in the same amount of games. And we're only in round seven. It, yeah. So Ealing... 55 to 35. I got Ealing also, but I got 63 to 47. Yeah. It's going to be a super fun game to watch. There's going to be a ton of points scored, I'm sure. Uh, And the last game we have is going to be Coventry versus Nottingham. Excuse me. So this is the battle of shit versus shit. So who's home? Coventry. Then Coventry by one point, um, 11 to 10. I got Coventry also, but I got them 22 to 16. You're a fucking prick. <laughs> Why? Fucking 11 to 10. These would be the teams. Nobody's spot- making kicks, and the winner can't even get two tries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but this is <laughs> this is the battle of the two worst teams if you just exclude London Scottish because they don't count this year. Like <laughs> they're so bad they don't count this year. So if it wasn't for them, these would be the teams fighting for the bottom. <laughs> just thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's find some NPC to go over real quick. <clears throat> I have no idea what's even going on with that whole thing man yeah i was confused trying to find some shit it's like some teams they're like oh we'll play a couple games and then they just decide that they're they're done all of a sudden so the first game well let's go over your results 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 The first game was Canterbury versus Tasman. Uh, we both had Tasman to win that one. You had 29-17. I had 36-20, and Canterbury took that one 24-20. Uh, and then we had Southland versus Northland. You had Southland 21-17. I had Southland 28-24, and they took that one 37-33. Well, thank God they can at least beat Northland. Yeah. Uh, and then we had um, Bay of Plenty versus Waikato. We both had Waikato to take that one. You had 29-15. I had 22-18, to and they took that one 37-33. to Is that right? That's two in a row? Let me go back to the fucking results so I can double check. <laughs> Were they all 37-33? Uh... Yeah, no, Southland Stags, 37, Northland, 33, 
Waikato, 37. Bay of Plenty, 33. All right, I'm not fucking tripping. Hmm. Thought it was just lazy riding for a second there. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. They all got the same score. Yeah, everybody fucking 137 33. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next game was a disagreement. So, again, we are two. Actually, now I'm three and you're two due to Richmond and Jersey Reds. Um, this game was Hawks Bay versus Manawatu. I don't know how the fuck. Well, Hawks Bay is really good. Uh, you had Hawks Bay forty-one to thirty. I had Manawatu thirty-eight to twenty-six. Oh, why? That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then Hawks Bay took that one forty to thirty-one. So you were one point off each team. So, congrats. Now you made it three and three. And then and, I lost whatever one the next one was. <laughs> yeah, the next game was Otago versus Wellington. It was not even on the NPC website results. I had to go and find it, like Google it, who won that game. And it turns out it was a friendly, which is why it's not on the... Oh, it is on Rugby Pass. Okay, because I could have gone there. Uh, so... It was Otago versus Wellington. You had Wellington twenty to twelve. I had Otago twenty to eighteen, and Otago took that one thirty-three to twenty-eight. Horseshit. Uh, the next game we had is actually being played tomorrow as a recording, and that's uh, Bay of Plenty uh, versus Northland. That's tomorrow, uh, and as it still stands, you have Bay of Plenty forty-one to thirty-seven. I have Bay of Plenty thirty-two to twenty-six. It's going to be something like that. So, I would not expect Northland to win that. Yeah, no. If they do, it's going to be insane. They are by far the worst team in the NPC. So, uh, let's go look at some standings real quick. Let's see. So, in the Premiership Division, you have Hawks Bay. They are 7 and 1 with 38. Waikato, they are four and four with twenty-six. Wellington, three and four with twenty-five. Canterbury is four and four with twenty-three. Tasman's also four and three with twenty-three. And then you have Bay of Plenty, two and four with nineteen. Uh, and then the championship division, uh, Taranaki, they are seven and zero with thirty-five points. They're in a very comfortable lead. Behind them is Manawatsu. They are four and four with twenty-four points. Otago three and three with nineteen. Southland is one and five. Just got their first win uh, with thirteen points. And Northland is one and six with twelve. So I mean, they're not right. Like they're right behind Southland. Well, points wise, yeah, points differential, no. But yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, you could basically take the worst team in the Premiership Division, which is Bay of Plenty, and you could put them against. Anybody below Taranaki and expect them to win. I mean, Manawatsu would be a close game, but I mean, you Bay of Plenty and Otago are basically the same team. Yeah. They beat Southland, and they would definitely beat Northland. Which they're going to tomorrow, sounds like. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Bay of Plenty versus Northland is tomorrow. Now, upcoming games we have, let's see here.
Yeah. Are there upcoming games? Uh, on their website, it shows some. Oh, I'm only seeing one. Tripping. Weird. Whatever, I don't care. Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Friday, uh, November 5th. That's going to be Waikato versus Otago. Waikato versus Otago? Yeah. Uh, we're literally... Well, I, Waikato should win that one. Um, 24... To 19. Uh, I got Waikato also, but I'm going to say 30 to 26. Uh, up next, we have Tasman versus Wellington. I don't know, man. It seems like these guys play each other every week, and every week I'm wrong. So, <laughs> um,. I'll say Wellington, 26 to 10. Fuck, I don't know. I don't honestly know with that one. Uh, Yeah, I also got Wellington. uh, I got them 32 to 18. It's just tough, man. Those teams, they're... It'll get flips just to spite us, honestly. Uh, up next, after that one, we have Canterbury versus Lots of Bay. Um, say Canterbury, 19 to 15. Uh, I got Canterbury also. I'm going to do that one 20 to 12. It's pretty close to mine. Pretty close. Um, up next, again, this one has two stars next to it, so it might be a rescheduled game. This is the week 10 week round. Uh, this is Hawks Bay versus Northland. Not sure what the two stars mean, but whatever. Uh, it means that the results are already decided. Uh, Hawks Bay 240 to Northland 3. So... Okay, obviously it's not gonna be that bad, but Hawks Bay should win that one. 80, <laughs> 83 to seven. Okay, well I'll give it to Hawks Bay. I'm not gonna be a fucking dick about it. I mean, Let's why? Say, they are the best team. Forty-two to ten. They're the best team by a lot, and they're playing the worst team by a lot. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have Taranaki versus Southland. Taranaki, uh, 55 to 10. I hate saying that about the boys. It's just, it's going to happen. That's funny. I got 56 to 18. Yeah, Southland can't hang, unfortunately. That was the NPC, and now we can move into our World Rugby or Autumn Nations. Yeah, Autumn Nations Cup. The well, is it a cup? Because I can't even find on their website. They don't have standings. 
Yeah, well, everything hasn't happened yet, so some teams haven't played yet, so it's... You'd still think... Well, Automation have... Series Cup, I don't, fuck, I don't know, dude. They don't even have, like, oh, a second... shit! Braves just scored three. Boom! Game six, Braves up 3 nothing. Top of the third. This is it, huh? This is the last game if they win? If they win, that's it. Let's go. Hell yeah. Uh, so the previous games, there was only two games last week. That was Scotland versus Tonga. Um, oh, let me go to our, our shit real quick. Uh, you had Scotland 29 to 16. I had Scotland 24 to 18, and they took that one 60 to 14. Uh, and Hoggy wasn't even playing that match. Like he was None up of, like this, all like, of, commentating, right? Uh, any of their no, he was playing, wasn't he? Didn't he play Scotland? for not for Scotland for oh uh, for Chiefs? Yeah, they they only had the players from Glasgow and Edinburgh. They did for him like in the stands, like all suited maybe, up. Maybe. Well, it might have been late because they probably played that night instead of. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It showed so, him like in the stands, like all dressed nice, and he had an earpiece in and everything. And... So, it's same thing with like all the England guys that found out, or the Welsh, not England, the Welsh guys playing in England that found out they were not going to be playing the All Blacks, like Zamet bigger you know they found out like oh hey sorry you know we pay your bills so you're gonna stay here and play with us instead of going back to wales so scotland because this game technically was one week out of international window they had to only play with players playing in scotland right so this was like their b and c team playing against tonga's you know also b and c team basically like Whoever. these guys Got team. I want to say these guys had like four days to get together and practice and play. Um, head coach wasn't there because he's still recovering from that machete burglar attack that happened on him and his family. So he wasn't there. Their players had never really played together. Some of them I don't think were even fully professional. Um, and they absolutely just, you know, got trashed. So poor Tonga, man. Poor Tonga. I know they got to go play England. But I think the Tonga side's getting better. I know uh, Solomon Ikata from the Brumbies is going to be joining them. Uh, so he'll be on the wing. So, I mean, he's going to help out a little bit. But we'll we'll see. And I don't think Marcus Smith is playing for England this week. So that's also going to help them out. We'll get there when we get there. I'm, I'm just saying, sorry. But yeah, uh, Scotland basically, it was like a training yeah, run. It was like a training run for Scotland against Tonga. I mean, it oh, was, yeah, absolutely. Rufus McLean looked absolutely incredible. But it was against Tonga, so you don't want to get too carried away. But uh, he's technically an American born in Boston, so I wish he would be playing for the Eagles and not for Scotland. But can't complain since Scotland's my number two. Fuck the Eagles this year, man. Could you imagine, though, if we had Rufus McLean playing for us on the wing? Help out a little bit. I bet anything would help now. That's true. Yeah. Even our woman's side is getting thrashed. Like, we can't. Well, when we play Canada, it's always a close game. Whenever we play Canada. I don't give a fuck. We should be winning that. Our select side got crushed by Brazil. Who the fuck is Brazil in world rugby? Like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. USA rugby is sucking dick this year, man. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, even our seven side isn't good anymore. No, it's it's really bad. We're falling off a cliff. I don't know what happened either. We went from being, like, all up top, you know, beating Scotland's B-side, like, a couple of years ago. And then Hanging back, in there with England this year, like... like and, then, and then we play... Uh, everybody else and just get our asses handed to us on a silver platter. I I was so hopeful when we lost to England by like 14 points. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then we go play Ireland like a week later and we lose like 71 to 10 or whatever. And it was like, all right, that's a, that's a bad loss. And then barely beat Canada after losing to them. And then we've, Barely beat Uruguay at home and lose badly to them on the road and then get stomped by the All Blacks. It's like, I hope to God we beat Chile. Well, the whole world saw us getting stomped by the All Blacks. Well, yeah, of course. There's no chance we're going to win that game, even if we had our best players. Brazil? Brazil? Like, why? That that wasn't, that was our select side. That wasn't, that's our young guys. But still, we should not be losing to Brazil. In any form, the, the only plus side about that is those sides, like their A side and stuff like that, they play together a lot more than our select side does. They haven't played together. They're getting tossed together, sent down to the coaches. They don't know the Brazil A side actually play together a lot. So there's yeah. a little bit there, but our just the athleticism that our country should have over them should have been enough to get us the win. I tried to watch it. And it was all in Spanish. And I was like, <laughs> I was like nah. well, not even Spanish. They speak what Portuguese over there in Brazil. Yeah. So yeah, it's Portuguese. And I was like, not watching 80 minutes of this, not yeah. watching us get our asses kicked for 80 minutes in Portuguese. I met this old man. It's kind of off topic, but it is old man that I met. I don't know if half the stories he tells is true, but he tells them so well. You don't give a fuck if they're true or not. He talks about being a, a captain of a boat and uh, just been all over the fucking world and uh, like did like he had like this high story. That's why I'm like, eh, I don't know if these are true anymore, but like he had to go like pull a boat off like a coast where they didn't have like a, a legal beads to be there. And so like he was hired to go pull this ship off the coast that was like literally like in custody and whatnot like, like stealing it yeah pretty much and and dude he, he tells amazing stories but anyways every time he talks about being in brazil he's like they speak fucking portuguese like the worst language ever like it just god oh, dude, he goes off on portuguese like it's disgusting like that it sounds so disgusting it's like dude like chill out like god damn, god, we're in dang, Texas, okay? dude, yeah. relax <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. His name is Captain Eddie, man. He has great stories. But anytime he talks about fucking Brazil or anything, uh, there's another country he's been to. They speak Portuguese. And he's like, I just can't stand it. It's, it's a disgusting language. Like, God. Speaking, of, speaking of stories that you don't know if they're true or not, but you don't really care, have you listened to that American Vigilante podcast uh-uh. that the Joe Marler show was advertising for? Uh-uh. Super good. I don't know if it's true or not. This guy's stories, but they're good no matter what. Yeah, this that's funny. I need to check check him out. Yeah, this guy was his stories were really good. Like I could sit there and talk to this guy for hours. 
but we're like once I saw that new uh, new podcast idea here, Captain Eddie. Captain Eddie, just get this motherfucker on. Captain uh, Eddie's drunk stories. Oh, dude, it'd be nuts. He's, but it, it's weird though, because like he has pictures of everything, so it's like the motherfucker might be telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Dude, things are when you go down like past the American border, though things are different. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy was like. He was talking about, like, he used to have this shack, and he would, like, bring the Navy over, like, to go drink because they couldn't drink, like, or whatever. And he's old as shit. He's a really old man. I met him. He was a a gate guard for a a gas plant. And so I would go over there and do my security checks and whatnot and just start talking to this motherfucker. And there was, like, a lot of times I was like, all right, dude, I've been talking for, like, an hour. You know, I really got to go right now. And he just bust out another story. And I'm like, fuck. All right, whatever. You know? And no, he's like just talking about like his hookers and blow and then like pulling ships off a of coast and all this shit. Just like, dude, this you're like a fucking action movie star, you know? Like, like what the fuck? I tell you about that. How the... are they not making movies about you right now, man? <laughs> Sorry, hookers and blow reminded me of this guy that I had to work with for a couple of days. Uh, the first time I was put in charge of a crew was out in uh, West Texas by. Um, Oh, what the fuck is that town that has all the sand in it? it used Monahan. to have, yeah, Monahans. Um, and it was out there on that main that main highway, out there. Um, there's like that black gold stop or whatever the gas station that's out there. It's not Mon. Maybe it's Monahans. I don't know. There's the stop. It's just past Odessa. Um, but it's not to like. Pegas or Mona. It's not. It's between Odessa and Monahans. What's you know what I'm talking about? Monahans. You got Kermit's kind of on that way. It's, it's not Kermit way. though. It's you got. Uh, was it Piot? Piot. Piot. Say so you go like ten miles past Piot. It's like you turn towards Piot and you just go through it because there's okay. nothing there. There's nothing there, right? So I was in charge of this crew. And we had this a track digger because it's so sandy you can't drive a truck back there. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, we're gonna get you a gator." And I was like, "Oh, sweet, dude! I'm gonna go right around this gator. I'm gonna bring my ice chest. We're gonna pack it full of beer." And I was like, "We're just digging holes on a Saturday. Like, not gonna do anything. Like, we're literally just digging holes, setting anchors, and the sand. You just dig them down there. You you bolt a piece on, dig it down a little bit more. You bolt a piece on, and you leave it. That's all you do because it's sand. You can't actually like dig in it. You just push something through the sand essentially yeah, right so they gave me the the gator and i was like i'll drive around with one guy and then the other guy will be in the track digger and he'll follow us and we'll we'll find the way there find the route you know whatever he'll, he'll get there so we're going like half a day and we start like early drinking like 9 a.m we're drinking and we got it in our yetis and stuff like that all of a sudden around like one o'clock this dude rolls up in a truck at the company I worked for, I won't say which one, but uh, you work for now? No, 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 no. This isn't West oh. Texas, so no. This was like that's how that's right. Yeah, anyway. This was a few companies ago. He rolls up. He's like, "What are y'all doing out here?" And I was like, "Oh, we're just uh, we're digging holes. I'm you know tracking out the liner now, seeing where we got to go dig these anchors." And he goes, "Oh, cool." He's like, "So you're John?" And I was like, "Yep." He goes, "Cool. I was sent to come out here and help you guys out." I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I got this." I was like, "I don't." I was like, oh, we don't need any help. I was like, we've already set, you know, eight anchors. You know, we're, we're good to go. We got it. We know what we're doing. I got my sheet here. Like, 
we're good to go. And he's like, oh, well, they just wanted someone with a little more experience here. They wanted a foreman to come out here. And I was like, cool, man. Well, his son was his helper, I guess. And he got out and he was like, hey, man, I like, like y- y- y'all drinking? It's like, yeah, we got, you know, 30 pack of Coors Light, like a 12 pack of Bud Light in there. And he goes, oh, it's like, don't let my dad catch you doing that. It's like, you know, he don't like that stuff. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, we didn't know you guys were going to be out here because it was a Saturday and no one's out here. And uh, so the guy starts talking, the old man starts talking to me later that day. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, like Jesus just changed my life, man. Jesus changed my life. I was like, all right, cool. And he, I have, obviously I've got tattoos and I've got my gauges and he goes, you know, the Bible says that, you know, if, if you pierce your skin and you get markings, you know, you're going to go to hell. Not 20 minutes later, he's talking about how him and his son got hookers and blow in the hotel room in Pecos. Yeah. I was like, like, so I, like, I, like, I was like, and I'm going to go to hell. <laughs> Like, don't be getting holier than thou on, you know, shit like my tattoos and my fucking gauges when you're, you've got hookers and blow in your hotel. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was, I was wondering where this story was going. You kind of drug this one out, but. <laughs> I did, I did drag this one out, but yeah. he, well, he was going to be upset if I was drinking, didn't like tattoos. Hookers and blow and pecos. That's disgusting. Desperate, desperate men. That's who. I never roll my windows down in Pegasus because I don't even stop in Pegasus. I just keep my windows rolled up tight and I hold my breath as I drive down my <laughs> all the way He's, through. Fuck uh, I tell you about the old man that the um, the RV spot I used to stay at up there for work. No. It was called it was called Green Acres, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing green about Pecos. No, at, Pecos, at all. for anybody who doesn't know Pecos, Texas, it's the, the home of the world's first rodeo. Allegedly. Allegedly. They got, they got that in Pecos Bill. I mean, it's that's it. That no. is fucking it. Pecos um, is nasty. It's when, when you think of Texas and you think no. of like tumbleweeds like blowing like old west town, shit like that, that's it. With more crackheads. Yeah, with, with a little bit more crackheads. Uh, and a little bit bigger. Like, so if you're thinking like a tumbleweed town, you're probably thinking of Barstow, which is funny enough, right outside of Pecos. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. But, yeah, okay. So Pecos sucks, right? Pecos is disgusting. Sucks. There's no addresses on this place that we stayed at. There's no street signs or anything like that. Like, I just knew, like, it was take a right over the railroad tracks, drive to the third road. Oh, my God. Take a right, and you're you're there. So this old man Bubba that we used to work with, he um, he was probably sixty five. Is that an alias? I don't I don't know. Oh, his real name was <laughs> El Eldon, I think. Eldon? I don't know. He was Eldon. He was old man. Like he was old. He had a real bad meth problem, like real real bad <laughs> meth problem, right? So this guy forgets to take his. Um, blood pressure medication i think or no he took too much he thought he forgot it so he took a double dose of it so we're sitting there in the trucks in the morning getting ready to go next thing i know i see bubba face plant in the ground like from the the foreman truck just he was in the passenger seat he face planted out into the dirt everyone runs over the check and i'm like call 911 so I, I call 911 and i go hey it's like we need an ambulance i was like this guy just fell out on his face like he's old i don't know what the problem is like but we need an ambulance they go, where are you? I was like, a trailer uh, park in Pecos. 
And they're going, where are you? I was like, I don't know what the address is. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, we're out of town across the railroad tracks. Like, and then I go, okay, hang on. Like, we'll, we'll get you. It's like, okay, great. This guy starts waking up and goes, I don't need a fucking ambulance. And I was like, uh, he's all right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they called back immediately. I bet. No, they called back like, what's they're like, what's going on? Do you name it? It's like, no, I was like, he woke up. He's okay. We're going to take him to the doctor now. They were like, okay, what happened? And I was like, he fell on his, he passed out, fell on his face. He got up, said he was fine, did not want an ambulance. I said, we're going to take him to the doctor. They were like, okay. If that ain't some pakish shit right there, I don't know what is. That's so, some straight up pakish shit right there. Dude, this trailer park was bad. Third trailer was badass. No, bad. Just <laughs> bad. Like there were trailers there that had like the tires are blown out of them. They were just sitting on the ground. Like there were the um what are the ones that go in the back of the pickups? You know what I mean, like you put the the ones that people used to have like in the eighties that would go like in the bed of a pickup that would go over the top of the cab and they had like the poles that you could set down and like balance them and everything, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know the name of them. Like it wasn't like a camper shell, it was like a real Yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. Like it has like the bed is literally over the cab of the truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there were some of those that were there that were just like sitting on the ground that people were like living in. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Like this one, I saw dude, one was so run down. And I was like, I asked the guy I was working with, I was like, dude, like, there's no way anybody lives in that. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, for sure. They live they live in that. Pregnant lady kicks the door open, like oh boom. my gosh, just dude. Big old pregnant lady. And I was like, Oh. It's like but, shit. Found out found out later. Co-worker knocked that chick up. It was his. No guy. way. Oh yeah. my god. This guy, this guy was married to a pharmacist. He was an, a lead lineman making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. His wife was making more than him. He's over here knocking up chicks in the Pegas trailer park, dude. That's disgusting. He made and me that, a cool. He made me a cool why, machete though. That is why I keep my windows rolled up, and I. So like try not to breathe. Just if you were out. if you were ever in Pecos, Texas, and you don't need gas, just keep don't driving. Stop. Yeah, just don't stop. Going. Don't don't stop. <laughs> It'll be an hour and a half before you reach the next town. Right. That's okay. Well, I gotta take a piss, and then we can get into the future games for uh, World Rugby. We haven't even talked about Wales yet. Yeah, I know. Okay, we'll talk about that one after I get back. Well, hurry up. This is Roger McCarthy, and you're listening to the Scrummed Up podcast. With Jacob Torres and John Kettle. Well, let's get into Wales versus New Zealand. So, in terms of the score, it's not very flattering for Wales. The first half wasn't bad, though. I, that's what I was going to say. Is honestly, for the scoreline, I think Wales actually played all right. Again, because they, they didn't have their best players. They were playing with the players only in Wales. And Alan Wynn Jones got hurt like 19 minutes in or whatever. I mean, just destroyed his shoulder again. Which, I mean, like, oh boy, sucks, dude. Like, he set the record for most caps for an international player. He took Richie McCaw over by one. I think McCaw was at 148. Jones hit 149 and 19 minutes in, just 
demolishes his shoulder. Like you could tell too, like he made a tackle, he got up. Piranara was picture, on, dude. That guy was screaming. Yeah, Piranara was like, because he he wasn't rolling away, and Piranara was like pointing at him. And when Jones like got up on his knees and he made a face like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He he just made the old man like, "Are you serious?" face. And then he kind of like went down on his his head on the ground, still kneeling. And I was like, "Man, I was like, he's hurt. He's real hurt." So it's yeah. the same thing that he did against Japan when he was playing for the Lions, but they said this time it's going to be surgery and it's going to be months. So if he comes back, that's awesome. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is where he just goes. I'm done. You know what I mean? That's that's a lot of games to play. If he comes back, he's a Terminator for a reason, though. It's true. Uh, but yeah, if Alan Wynn Jones, Alan Wynn Jones comes back from that surgery, he's definitely living up to his Terminator name. But I think he should probably chill out a little bit. <laughs> he's got nothing to prove anymore. You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean, like <laughs> he's the record holder for most it's international gonna caps. Happen. Like it's gonna keep happening. At his age, I mean, yeah, there's there's no reason for him to come back anymore. Like he's done it all. There, he he's gonna be like that meme of uh, it has like Johnny Sexton just. I saw as- that it's 2053, yeah. and Johnny Sexton just signs another two-year contract to <laughs> make it through the next World Cup. <laughs> or Joe Marler, like they they always do those. The Joe Marler one, yeah. yeah. Joe Marler, I'm starting to see it though, because this is like the fourth time he's come out of retirement. Oh but- yeah, he's retired, unretired a whole bunch. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, I, I can see Joe Marler doing it. <laughs> props can play a little bit. I mean, locks can too, but props definitely like. I don't think I've ever seen Joe Marler take a ball like on the run. He always like stands and like takes the ball, gets tackled, and just lays it back. Like, yeah, <sighs> his defense. His defense is good. His offense is meh. His scrumming is really good. Scrums are great. Defense is great. Offense is meh. Personality. Personality is the best. So, yeah. But anyway, Alan Jones got hurt. I mean, they were without Wales were without a ton of people. They honestly did pretty good to not have it be worse. On the flip side, though, Bowden Barrett played in his 100th game for the All Blacks, becoming a centurion for them, was named man of the match. Shortly after named man of the match, he intercepted a pass and ran it back for another try. He had two in that game. So he intercepted Gareth Anscombe um, in the first couple minutes and scored. And then he scored again in the final few minutes on another interception. So Bowden Barrett, all the Bears, but Bowden Barrett is like just. He's ridiculous, dude. Damn God, bro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. When you're like, oh, yeah, they've got, like, he might not even be the best 10 on their team. Like, Richie Boonga might be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, forever. Now, Bowden Barrett's insane. Like, even, like, I think he had the previous record for the Bronco Challenge, and then he broke his old record for the Bronco Challenge recently. Like, Bowden Barrett's a fucking monster. And, like, I don't understand it. Like, the guy's just like, yeah, I know I did pretty good, like, Last year, but watch this year. 
And that's just that's just every year with Bud and Barry. He's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Last year was pretty dope, but uh, check this shit out. Like uh, he just doesn't stop. He's well, it goes to show these guys take a year off to go play in Japan and just fuck off for a year, come back to the All Blacks, and they're super healthy. Like yeah, Their like bodies are rested. Like dude, dude, these guys are insane. Like Bowden Barrett is like I don't I don't fucking get it. I don't understand how this guy could be benched. I remember there was one time where I think we had a discussion about it where Richie Moanga no hang on, hang on, hang Because he plays fifteen and ten, doesn't he? They both do. I want to say he was benched, and I was like, why would you bench Bowden Barrett? And you were like, well, if, you know, if he's your backup, then, you know, like, your team's not, not doing, doing bad. So bad. Yeah, yeah. But Richard is amazing, not... too, man. Like, look at Super Rugby. Richard yeah, Moonga was Moonga killing is really it. Good. I know Moonga's really good. And, like, I've, we, I've talked, we've had this discussion about Richie Moonga being really good, but just Bowden, man, like, he's just like, anytime you think, like, somebody might be surpassing him or oh. – you know, he might be slowing down. He's just like, hey, yo, shake and bake, bitches. You know, like, he just fucking comes back. And it's just like, dude, fuck this guy. Like, who is he? Like, what is he made of? We need to start looking into that and then just, like, mass producing that, right? Like, we need to do some X-Men shit. Kidnap him. Right? Just bring him here to the U.S. We'll, body. we'll take, take his blood and we'll inject it into all the USA players and be like, fucking get better. Something, dude. Like, just, I, we need... We need to, uh, you know, chemicalize Bowden Bear to start feeding it to <laughs> everybody. We need to weaponize it. We gotta yeah, do. Well, I don't know. <laughs> weaponize it and nuke our own players with it. Fucking. Right? Like, dude, that guy is fucking insane. I don't I don't even know what to say about Bowden Bear. That doesn't make it sound like I'm going to suck his dick later, but he is just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he does it, man. Like, he's old as shit, too, or he's getting up there. You know? He's getting up there. I mean, in terms of rugby players, he's getting up there. But like, fuck, and this guy doesn't seem like he—he's just fucking he's doing. Not it. slow. He's not slowing down. Like this wasn't like a pity. Oh, well, it's your one hundredth cap. We'll let you get out there. No, like no, this guy at all. Cap young, bro. Like this guy is killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So there was that card. Oh, so there were a couple things in this one. Uh, as good as Bowden Barrett is. He should have been yellow carded. Well, that's probably not the one I'm talking about. He should have been yellow carded for a deliberate knock on. He had the intercept try. He went for another intercept, one handed, knocked it down, didn't get it. If you go one handed and you don't get it, that's a yellow card. That's yeah. that's the unwritten rule, basically. One handed, you know you're not getting it. That's a yellow. You're going for ten minutes. But because it was Bowden Barrett and it's the all blacks. They get lucky on that, and they go penalty only. You know what's funny about that? Like a little off-topic. Uh, somebody in my uh, group chat for the Bristles, Bristol Bears fan page, they were like, can somebody explain to me how Bowden Barrett can do a deliberate knock and not get carded, but Charles Puyatel does it, and he gets carded? It's like, yeah. I wrote a comment. They're like, yeah, Charles Puyatel is no longer an all-black. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you get privileges playing with All Blacks. It's it's shit like that. And what bothers me about the All Blacks fans are as soon as something goes against the All Blacks, they freak out because they assume that they're perfect and they should never get carded. Like the tackle. You hit somebody in the head. 
Like, that's... I get it. It was a two-on-one tackle. The guy was going low. There was mitigation, but it was not really a wrap. It was a shoulder to the face. Yeah, I don't... I don't agree with that card. I think I it's... Don't, if, I, don't I, I think it's iffy. The thing is, it's... Yeah, you can be like, well, I'm not 100% sure, but if you look at it, like, by the law, then yeah. I don't know. It, it is... Yeah, but I mean, like, so that guy went fucking hella low. He was going low. Like, that, that's, I think that's what should that get... Was it. super low. Maybe, so yeah, definitely, maybe shouldn't be a, a yellow card, but it should have been penalty only, maybe, for a high tackle. Yeah, I mean, like, just, yeah, you know, like, let them have a kick or whatever, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I thought a card was too much because, like, what is he supposed to do? And they're saying, like, yeah. he didn't rap. Maybe he was already committed to the tackle, but he saw how low that guy was going, so he was trying to do whatever he could to mitigate that tackle, you know? I thought at that point that guy went so low, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, it, it is tough in that situation not, especially when he's already being tackled by somebody like you know that that's and like haskell says it the best you can yeah, slow, you it, slow down it down it looks worse own opinion but whenever it's going full speed you have no idea what the fuck is going on yep that's right you know? so i think maybe that one was a little harsh but, I, yeah. at, but I mean, at the same time Bowden barrett got lucky on one that he should have been carded on yeah so. i yeah, I think that red that I was glad it was just a yellow card because I yeah, mean, instead of a red, that's so hard to. I don't think yeah. it deserved a card, and whoever Wells Wells fans are probably just like milking it, like oh, it should have been a red, and blah 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 blah. But I mean, like, what can you do? Like, what can you do? Yeah, you know, Bowden Barrett with a deliberate knock, yeah, should have been carded. Like those should have been swapped. Like. Yeah, tackle. he should have been carded. The tackler should have been a penalty only. Right. Yeah. But, oh well. And, I mean, like, we don't have video. But if you can tell, back there, I'm a Wells fan. I like Wells. So I'm not trying to, like, just go for the All Blacks. I am a Wells fan. But, again, that's not, like, an easy call. I don't think this should have been carded. Yeah. It's a cool ball so, you got there, too. Do what? It's a cool ball you got there. Yeah, that's that's what I was referring to. Like, that's, oh, I like. I'm just saying, I like it. I think it's cool. It is pretty dope. Some guy gave it to me. Yeah. So. Same yeah. with the. Is that an AG's hat next to it too? That is AG's hat. Wow, that's a, weird. A bristle hat, and then you got a USA Rugby hat above it. Is the USA one new? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't paid attention to that before. Dang, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna get one of those new jerseys, but they're so expensive. Oh, dude! Um, World Rugby Shop has them on sale for forty bucks right now. No, the new ones. I don't know if it's the new ones. No, they, this is the problem I have. I don't, with bro, Shop. I don't wear a small or medium, so I cannot get one of those forty dollars ones. I hate when we're, like they do that shit because it's like, oh, World Rugby Shop is having like a ninety percent off sale right now. It's like, oh, dope. So you go to it, and it's already been milked by everybody else who got the email earlier than you. So I was like, oh, they got, like, these nice polos. I was like, an $80 polo for $4. Like, oh, badass. And you go, it's like the only size they have left is extra, extra small. Yeah, like, who is wearing that? Like, my five-year-old can't wear that. <laughs> like, 
okay, well, first of all, who's wearing a men's extra small? You know, <laughs> you meant you meant a child's medium. <laughs> when the only thing that's left is a men's extra or two X small, like okay, that's like yeah. that's their whole website. Like we're having this great fucking sale. Yeah. By the time it gets to me, it's just like smalls or like five XLs. Like okay, cool, that's yep. that's awesome. But right now, yeah, like all their USA jerseys uh, are on sale for forty bucks when they're normally one hundred and twenty. So that's kind of dope. It's it's the old EY ones though. It's not the new ones. Yeah, it is the old EY ones. You're right. Which yeah. is still cool. They're great looking, but I mean, they don't have my size. Yeah, I need I'm not, I'm not squeezing my ass into a medium. I need an official uh, USA jersey. The you one you have an official me. USA jersey. It's just fucking ten years old. The one that I got. Yeah. There's no way that's a USA jersey. That's a ref jersey, bro. No, it's not. That has to be a ref jersey. I promise you, it's it's a USA jersey. It's an old one, though. It's like orange and blue. I promise you, it's a USA one. It's not a ref one. It's a USA one. It's from about 2015, maybe. No, it's got to be older than that. Nah. Well, it might be, but yeah, it's... I swear to God, if it really is... No, Dude, yeah, really, back then they had the baggy. Okay, so it really is. All right, so let's get to the upcoming matches real quick. Um, so this weekend, the first game is going to be get the notes ready real quick. It's going to be Saturday, November 6th, Ireland home versus Japan. This is going to be a good one, man. Um, I think Ireland are going to win it, but it's going to be close. I'm going to say 28-23. Okay. 28-23? Yeah. All right. Going on a whim here, bro. Uh, I got Japan actually. Oh, 32 to 30. Dang. You know, I could see it though. Japan are really good. They're very underrated and they're very close to. Absolutely. They're they're very close to Ireland in the rankings too. So super underrated. Yeah. Like I, I could see it. I, uh, when I first got into rugby and I was like rugby players in Japan, get the fuck out of here. No, they're good. dude. Well, To be fair, most of them are not Japanese. Regardless, if whenever I heard a, a Japanese rugby team, I was like, "Man, nah, get the fuck out of here!" No, they're fucking good. Yeah, dude. suck dick. And then, yeah, and then I got started paying attention to rugby. Yeah, and it's not a bad team. So yeah, I, I have them beating Ireland. This second game is going to be Italy home, although it doesn't matter against <laughs> All Blacks. I'm going to say 78 to 12. Which I think might be a little generous towards Italy. Maybe, because I got New Zealand also, but 87 to 24. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Italy's going to score 24 points. I don't know if they are either. Like, I was kind of go, I was going to think about like 10. 
Looking at okay, so I want to see after like Wales play New Zealand, Italy play New Zealand. If looking at the USA's two tries, feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. So another person was talking about that on the international rugby page. They were talking about like, so you're telling me that USA scored more than Wales and blah 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 blah. We also gave up a lot more points than Wales yeah, did. Yeah, like look at how much points Wales stopped compared to yeah, USA. We gave up a lot more points. So would you rather score a little bit more and then give up a shit ton? Or Yeah, yeah do you want to score two more points or you want to give up 50 more? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'll definitely give up a, a 50 to you know something win over 104 to 14. Yeah, if you ask me, Wales' performance is better than USA. Mainly uh, because they didn't give over a hundred points up. Yep, one true. more try. So we'll we'll see about uh, Italy. Yeah, that's a great point. It's gonna it's uh, gonna be ugly though. I just gave fucking Italy twenty four. That's a great point. Yeah, Ooh, that's, a, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. When they weren't even doing that in the Six Nations. Ooh, I nope. felt that. Well, it's a good thing we're not going off scores. We're going off teams, right? <laughs> Fuck. That's right. Um, next game is going to be England home versus Tonga. Yeah, so England are going to absolutely just fuck up Tonga, unfortunately. Um, and they're not even going to give up anything at the gate for it either. Those fucking sons of Yeah, I saw, I saw how much the difference is between the, the pay on that that shit is ridiculous dude absolutely ridiculous like you're world gonna make a team joke, world rugby is a joke you're gonna make tonga go there on short basically short notice a week and a half to go play you know a top five team get fucked up by them and then you're not gonna pay them essentially so i mean yeah england 70 to 15 yeah it's a fucking joke it's dude it's ridiculous did you see the even the USA Eagles, though, against the All Blacks. Did you see the money on that? USA Rugby, I think, made less than $200,000 on it. All together? All together. Through ticket sales, broadcasting, all, all of it. Oh, oh broadcasting? Well, they didn't broadcasting, money off yeah. broadcasting? Wow, no, who would have no thought? Shit. Who would have who would have thought Flow Rugby would be holding back USA Rugby? Weird. <laughs> uh, Did you see what Rig said about that? Uh-uh. They have like another seven years of that. Yeah, it's a lot, dude. Dude, that is horse shit. Yep. One. So I don't I don't need to go off topic right now. You know what? I'll let me write it down so I can remember to talk about it later. We we'll okay. So that. so basically. USA made less than $200,000. The All Blacks made $1.3 million. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. We were the host team. We shouldn't be barely making money on it while they make a shitload. What's the point in that? Like, why, why bother hosting? The point was to grow USA Rugby, not to grow New Zealand. Like, they're already there. They've already arrived. They're the best team in the world. Why are they getting so much more and we're barely getting pennies out of it like that's that's the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing with usa rugby yeah you know what i think it was i think it was to grow the sport sort of but in the wrong way because like you said it like we have we own the marketing for the all blacks 
and we have we, well, we don't even own it we own part of it well we have stocks in them and we have companies in the usa that have stocks in the all blacks and so like to bring them in it's like we're promoting rugby one of the most known teams ever and the most successful sports franchise ever but yeah we did it the wrong way like we shouldn't that's not how it works. The home team doesn't make yeah. a sixth of what the other team makes. That's not yeah. how it works. Look at literally yeah, look, look at look England versus brought, Tonga. Right? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, look who we brought, and then it's like it's a three hundred percent difference or something like that when it's England versus Tonga. Yeah, it was. It's it's like kind of like I don't know how much he makes. We're, how we talk about Danny Barrett going to Houston, and he's just uh-huh. a. T- like, that's all he came for was just ticket. And we could be wrong. Could be wrong, but it seems like butts in the seats. Like, that's which works on me. That's what I think, like, New Zealand. You know, yeah, for sure. New for sure. Yeah. But we didn't make any money off of it. New Zealand made money right, off right, of it. Right, right, right. No, USA rugby team didn't make any money. What, the companies that invested? How much money Oh, did they the companies that invested, they might have made money off of it. Yeah, That's US what I'm saying. Rugby. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just fucking just tickets and, you know, whatever. Yep. For sure. For sure. But. So, yeah, uh, Tonga, anyway, they're they're going to get. What was that score you said? I didn't get a chance to write it down. I don't remember. I you said like 70 to. 70 something to 15, I think. All right. We'll say 70. Are you higher than five or are you lower than five? Let's go right here. You're lower than five. So we'll go 73 to 15. Okay, that sounds right. I mean. To England. Oh, man. Um, You know what? I, not, they don't have that. those rock star players going to England right now. They got enough. They do got enough. Scotland didn't have their rock star players either, and they fucked them up. Ah, that's true. But, you know. Scotland does a lot better than England anyways. Scotland did beat England last year in the Six Nations. The Wells took it all, baby. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Red card winning. Fuck off. It's true. Uh, I'll give it... I'll do 67. 67. Ooh, they only got 14 last time. Seven this time. Fuck it, dude. I'm gonna say 67 to 10. I feel, I feel like such a dick saying this too. Dude, it yeah. hurts, but I mean that's realistically what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next game we have is going to be Saturday, November 6th, uh, 12:30 Central Time. If anybody gives a fuck, Wales home versus South africa those uh those fucks the spring box the bucks the spring box um those fucks should probably win the game uh whales are getting some reinforcements but south africa are the number two team in the world and should win that 28 to 13 no alan win jones no justin tipperick no josh navidi i mean Wales are missing some of their absolute best players. I'm giving it to South Africa 18 to 17. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a super fun game to watch, but those play styles I, I don't think are very entertaining. 
What? Let's finish this. There was another game that I have to show you that was probably a very, very boring game. Uh, well, there's another game in here I think you might have missed that we have to go over. What was that? Romania versus Uruguay. Did make our list. Oh, they're they're playing on Saturday as well. Oh, wait, they're they're upcoming. Yeah. Oh well, that's a friendly match. That's uh, yeah. I, well, all of these are all of these are technically friendlies. Yeah, but they're they're not. These are part of the Autumn Nations. Like there's a right, t- right. But these are all technically friendlies. Is what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah Romania and Uruguay are, are playing, and those are bigger teams. Top 15 teams, I think. Yeah, there's um, there's a ton of internationals going on. Right, right. Well, we could just we don't have to go over Portugal versus Canada if you don't want to, or Spain versus well, Spain versus Fiji. Portugal. Yeah, I did see that too. I did see that too. So I was on the fence of putting them on the list. Let's put them on the list. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's finish. Autumn Internationals, and then we'll just go into the everybody else. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, up next, we have France and Argentina. I think France are going to win, but it's going to be close. Say 23-20. Wow. 23. Ooh, ooh. Right spot. 23-20 to 20 to France. Yeah. I got France 43-28, actually. I don't know, man. The Argentina physicality I, I might be able to keep up with the French. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. Maybe. They they we'll had see. they had their moment. I think Argentina had their moment, and I think they kind of dwindled off a little bit. I don't think they're as they're not in as the face, face they were thought. last year. That's what I'm, I don't think they're in, as in their face as we thought they were last year. Right, but France also. I mean, we don't know how good they are. Their play is very up and down. France some years, France, some years they're great. Sometimes they're not, though. I mean, it just it depends. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, the last game we have for the Autumn Internationals or Autumn Nation Series, whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, is Scotland versus Australia. And uh, dude, I had such a hard time picking this game. I got Scotland. Do you? Yeah. I, I legitimately think Scotland, with their stars coming back, I think Scotland got this. Scotland have also been very good against Australia. So, and Australia are playing without Samu Karevi and Quake Cooper. That's that's one of the reasons why I also went with Scotland. Is... So, I, I've got Scotland 33-27. to 27. Ooh. I thought we were going to be close. I have uh, 32 to 20. It's fairly close. I mean, I, but Duhon Vandermeer coming into form. Stuart Hogg's playing well. I gave Scott ben or, Russell's back. I gave Australia seven less points than you did, though. Yeah. It's not as close as. Well, Australia's still a good team. They're still a good team. They're very dangerous still. They are. Yeah. But, but like, like Scotland, you were saying, I think. Scotland is getting their. They're getting the stars down, back, yeah. and Australia are losing some of their stars. Uh, so, and and then we have the fifty twenty two. We also have to put that into account. True, it's true. I, you know, Hoggy is gonna fuck that world up, and we've already seen it. He's been trying to do it, and yep, I, I think that's gonna be a game changer. I think Scotland's gonna 
going to go in there and wreck shop with that 50-22. We'll see. So going to start with these friendly matches? Uh, yeah, let me get to them, too. Uh, fixtures coming up. So there's three on Saturday that I'm seeing anyway. You see that on the ESPN? Yeah, ESPN. Just go to scores. Go to Saturday. Yeah, so there's just there's just a lot of them. I mean, well, like, we're just gonna we're gonna go over the we're gonna go over the main ones. We don't have to go over like you know third or, rate teams and shit. It's only three extra internationals, I guess. I mean, you you do have the fourteen. Yeah, you've got you've got D two, but we're not we're not gonna go over Croatia versus Slovenia and Israel versus Cyprus. All right, well, we, uh, we don't need to do let's, that. Let's see it. The other three, so we got Spain versus Fiji. So Fiji should fucking run away with this. Um, even if they don't have all their internationals, they should still be able to crush Spain. Say 48-17. 48-17. to Spain. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've actually seen Fiji play 15s. I've seen them play 7s. It's just like that, but their defense is still not as good. So, Uh, good good offense, bad defense. I'm going to say 28-18 to Fiji. Uh, Then we got Portugal versus Canada. Uh, So, I mean, Canada suck ass. They're just like the U.S. They're terrible, but it's Portugal, so they should be able to win against them 23-17. to 17. To Canada, right? To Canada, yeah. All right, I got Canada also 18-10. to 10. And the last game we have is Romania versus Uruguay. Um, So I think... I want to say Romania is actually maybe the better team. Well, I mean, but I'm going to, I think rankings wise, I think they're the better team. Last five, they've only won two games. If you look at Uruguay, they won four out of five. Right, but you got to look at the competition. It's Chile, Brazil, USA, basically. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Uruguay. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 27 to 10. I think Uruguay is doing pretty good. Bust out the highlighter. Ooh. I got Romania 30 to 18. Damn. Which is just funny because I was talking about how good Uruguay is doing too on the last five. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's uh that's only three disagreements. So at least we know there's not going to be a tie. Yeah. Unless there's a tie. Do what? Unless it's a tie. Uh um, yeah, unless there is a tie, yeah. 
Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Twenty-five games. It's quite a bit. Well, there's a lot. There's honestly a shit ton more. But there's yeah. only so much rugby you can go on and cram into one episode. That is true. All right, so let's get some news real quick, and then we'll pass right. the fuck out. All right. So, not a whole lot that I have anyway. Um, Kyle Stain for Scotland got four tries against Tonga. He's the first Scott to do that since Gavin Hastings did it against Ivory Coast at one of the World Cups a long time ago. So that's cool. Yeah, I want to say it was only his second his second game too. So that's pretty good. So one of the ones I was going, I didn't get a chance to read over it. Uh, but it said that we had to cut like a to a twenty eight squad for England. Yeah, you got to cut down to like a, a certain size squad, and Sam Simmons didn't make it. Sam Simmons of all fucking people, like uh, again, Eddie. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like this guy. A lot of people are saying it's because he's not an out out eight. I mean, he can play seven. He kind of. Basically, he's an eight that basically plays like center. Well, look at well, yeah, but look at how good where it works for Exeter. It works for Exeter. It's different than England, though. England play different than Exeter do. England hasn't exactly been the powerhouse lately. Right. Well, that's you up know to Eddie. That's up to Eddie. So England and Exeter play very different. Exeter like to play with the ball, and England like to kick it away. So. That Again, suit. England hasn't exactly been a fucking powerhouse lately. Like they, well, they take it up with Eddie Jones. Like, like I would, if it was up to me, I'd say, yeah, put Sam Simmons in there, let him and fucking the England side run free, fucking throw the ball around a little bit. Marcus Smith, yeah, Sam Simmons. Game. I mean, if he's gonna drop Sam Simmons because of the style of play, then why not drop Marcus Smith and bring in George Ford? Well, Marcus Smith is also gone too. For injury, though, not for play style. Yes, but he is still gone. So, like, yeah. And what's funny enough is somebody that's also injured <laughs> is Harry Randall. Dude. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why um, Alex Mitchell got brought in. The Saints scrum half got brought in. Dude, that sucks so bad because this guy went to England last time and he, he finally got called up. Here he was like, Harry Randall, Harry Randall. Harry Randall gets called up and he gets hurt. And then goes back. He plays a couple games with Bristol. I think he got hurt in Bristol for like very lightly. Went back again. He's been pretty good this year as well as he can do with what he's working with. And then he goes to England again. <laughs> <laughs> he gets hurt once more. So now he's out. I think he's out for eight weeks this time. Ooh. Dang. Poor Harry, man. Yeah, that sucks. Poor Harry. That sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it does. 
Well, it also sucks for you guys, too. Well, we got urine, and urine's doing really good. Um, he's he also, on sides. He's a scrum half that also likes to play that 50-22, and he showed that today, or today, uh, he showed that against London Irish. He was he had a line break, and instead of just trying to run it all the way, he would just make a 52 kick out of it. And it, it dude, it was working. So, uh, I like urine. I've always been a urine fan, though. He's he's my boy. So, but Harry Randall is a very quick on your feet kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and urine does like to kick a lot. Harry Randall's more let's keep it on the ground and work, you know, work against their defense and just. So I mean, they both have their benefits. I just like urine better, but still, man, yeah, he he just gets called up to England once more and he gets injured once more and now he's out again. Like the poor fucking guy can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw a list today of top five fastest rugby players. Okay. I forgot, I forgot one of them. Um, so I know five was Stuart Hogg. And then it was uh, Reese Zammett. Of course, yeah. Johnny May's and on the list. Johnny May was third. Um, let's see who was second is this like this is like clock this is like clock times oh rico yoani was second okay well they got they so they do meters they do meters per second so who's first first is adam radwan this is you said top five right yep so the fastest is newcastle falcons player um, Adam Radwan, who's now on the England side, um, he's been the fastest for a little bit since so Christian Wade, who used to play for Wasp, but now is playing in the NFL uh-huh. on their practice squad. He used to be the fastest, but now Adam Radwan's the fastest. So he's the fastest. Then it's Rico Yuani, then Johnny May, then Reese Zamet, and then Stuart Hogg. I figured Zamet would have been faster than May. I think it's close. But I feel like this also might be a one-sided article, dude, that there's only one Southern Hemisphere guy in here. This is this is apparently clock times from games, though. Mm, I'm just saying this is this is game speed, not like on a track speed. You know what I mean? This is game speed. So Yeah, I guess. Rick Ioni is pretty fast. Rick Ioni is super fast. But obviously they're only doing 15s players, not 7s players, because Carlin Isles... And Perry Baker. And Perry Baker, but Carlin Isles is faster than Perry Baker is. So so I got into this this conversation the other day. It's a different kind of speed. Carlin Isles is very fast until it gets to a little bit longer distance. He's actually faster than Usain Bolt until you get up to 100 meters. Yeah. In the 40 yards. He's quicker. He's quicker than 
Usain Bolt. Straight line speed, not a chance. So in 40 yards, he's he beats Usain Bolt's time. Why are you saying Usain? How do you Us- say it? It's Usain. Is it Usain? Yeah. Usain sounds better. Okay, but are you serious right now? A little bit. Oh, my God. It's Usain Bolt? It's Usain Bolt. That sounds weird. Doesn't sound right. All right, I'll say Usain. Fuck it. But no, yeah, it, Carl and Isles does have a faster forty than. Yeah, well, that's 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 how Bolt is though. His he's not known for his quick starts. Like if you watch all of his yeah. like his races, he's not winning in the first forty meters. It's the second half where he just his stride kicks in and he just absolutely yeah. wrecks people. Carl and Isles is fast as fuck. Yeah, he's but super it, fast. I don't know what fucking degree he has, but apparently he goes to college for that shit. Like, he just goes to college at how to run faster. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm being dead serious. I'm, I am, I'm being absolute, like, that's what he studies in, is like how to run faster. It's like a sports science sort of deal. I mean, it's definitely a sports science, but yeah, like, that's what he's like. That's his major. It works, I guess. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's definitely working. It's definitely working. Yeah, I know. Carl and Isles is fast as fuck, and Perry Baker's not that far behind him. No, but it's the same sort of thing. He's taller, has a longer stride, so it, it's different kind of stride. Right, yeah. Carl and Isles is small as fuck. Yeah. Well, he's short as fuck. He's not small as fuck, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, England's just like getting fucked up with injuries and dropping people. Same shit. Oh no, one of my least favorite teams isn't going to do well. I mean, it's hard. They're still going to beat the hell out of Tonga, so. They are. But like, it's it's hard to like say, like, because, you know, like Marcus, Marcus Smith, I'm a big Marcus Smith. I fan. like, yeah. Like, I mean, there's Sam certain Thin players on England that I like. You know, and and Harry Randall, I like Harry Randall, and you got all these people that play for England, even though they yeah, don't like Dom, the team. I like, I like Dom Brand, so Joe Marler, like he's probably my favorite rugby player. Yeah. Personality, like you know, like I like him as a person, rugby player. Yeah, for sure. His podcast like, is one of the best things out there right now. His podcast is random as shit, and they're modest as shit too. Like, I really, really need to try to get on that show. And I bet you could, like, you'd have no problem getting on that show when they have what do they call it? A tree surgeon. Yeah. And the like, guys like I just don't know who to talk to. They just they on the on the podcast they have a thing where you send your email in. Just send, they have like, just they have an email. You just send your email in to that email saying like, hey, where blah 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 blah. And wait wait wait, you go like so you go to the podcast. They, they, it's at the end of every podcast. I have never listened that far. Whatever. So. Yeah. That's all I got pretty much. Uh, I know Billy got hurt. Hurt his AC. I think he hurt an ACL. I think. He's going to be out for a little bit for Saracens. And he's not getting a call up to England now since he's hurt. So. Oh, uh, they are testing a new mouthpiece. It has an impact sensor in the mouthpiece. What? Um, apparently, 
the uh, New Zealand Black Ferns and the England women's team wore them this weekend in their match, uh, in which I want to say England absolutely fucked up. Yeah, they smashed them. Dude, it was like 45-12 or something like that. It was yeah, they fucking got them. Real bad. Uh, but they've been doing that, and I think they gave out like a thousand mouthpieces to grassroots clubs in New Zealand. So it's a U.S. company making them. So it's an impact sensor that you wear in your mouth guard. So, and it will register everything from like person on person impacts and person like to the ground impacts. So, it's kind of cool if it works. I hate yeah. to have it short out in your mouth though. Yeah, no shit. How does that? How does that register? I don't know, man. Whether it's better, it's it's better than the hickey sticker. So that is true. At least you don't have a hickey sticker like Newcastle did last year. Yeah. I'm glad they got rid of that shit. They were like, oh my God, we're in the prem. Here's our hickey sticker. And everyone's like, we have it in our jerseys. Yeah. We weren't. But, but now everyone else is like, we have it in our mouth guards. Yeah. No shit. That's weird. Yeah, so it's cool. Hopefully it works out all right. Does NFL do anything like that? Do they have any sort of impact sticker? Or I'm, sure they, I'm sure they do. Yeah? yeah I'm, I'm absolutely positive they have it. It's either in their pads, helmets. I'm sure they have it in pads and helmets. Probably all kinds of yeah. shit. Oh, another thing. Uh, the England rugby side if they i want to say if they win all three of their matches i think they all get a seventy thousand dollar bonus every player gets a seven well seventy thousand pound bonus and the rfu championship side was like are you fucking kidding me like they're gonna you're gonna give each one of them seventy thousand dollars like but you're not gonna help fund the championship side which helps give you assholes players like what what the fuck? Harpury is like a direct development side for Gloucester. Yet they're not gonna be getting help from the RFU. I I agree. Uh shit is ridiculous. Like if it was up to me, I'd be telling the championship side, like, maybe y'all should just tell the RFU to suck your dick and leave. Yeah, I would figure something else out. Yeah, I, I think we should definitely be helping out the more like the development sides and, and our not so successful countries like Tonga and right. now USA. I'm now throwing USA in the mix there too because I mean, fuck, if you look at us this year, we are absolute trash. Yep. Well, the end of the year, you know, we were. Oh, you know, and rumor is that we are not going to, our bid for the World Cup is not going to be successful. Yeah, I can only imagine why. It's um, it sounds like it's probably going to be in England again for the twenty thirty one or whatever, whichever one it is. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's but it's more money for them because they know they can make a certain amount of money. Whereas if they go to the U.S., like there's the chance they make way more money here, but they're taking a little bit of a gamble. So rumor is that we're not going to get it. I think we should because if it boosts USA rugby, USA becomes more of a powerhouse. 
if we turn into a top 10 team because of that, you're looking at a shitload more money for World Rugby. Yeah, but World Rugby doesn't give a fuck. Well, I mean, I they actually kind of do. When USA they, went bankrupt, they actually stepped in and helped us out a little bit. Yeah. I just think there's so much money to be made here in the U.S., but they have to be willing to invest that money to get that money out. I think... I think it's not going to come out of nowhere. If 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 they did, you know, do World Rugby here, like they let us host, I think it would do amazing because you're going to have people like us who, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Like we're probably going to get those tickets in advance. Like we want to go see that, and For us sure. going to go see that is going to bring other people in. It's just going to, you know, it's going to do really good. Yeah, it would do uh, really really well here. I mean, we'll like, like like I said earlier. Uh, when Sevens in San Francisco, like yep. two years ago, and they broadcasted it, and they had, you know, they said it was like, it was one of the biggest events that we had. Yeah, like they huge. were like, you did not expect these numbers, and it was like yeah. it was really good. And it's like, well, yeah, like because we want it. people like it, even if they don't yeah. understand, people get it, they love it, they want to watch it, you know, and you know, and yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I don't get why it's such like a on the border topic whenever it comes to like bringing rugby and making it better here in the US just because people want to see it even if they don't want to see it they they definitely they definitely want to you know so and they want to see it more if we're good at it and not losing by 90 points to the All Blacks Nobody wants to be like, yay, go USA. We lost 104 to 14. Like, nobody wants to see that shit. They want to see a good US team. But at the same time, people also here in the US, I guarantee you a lot of people just want to see the All Blacks. I mean, I watched the whole game. Well, yeah, you, right? You would. But like, if you want to. I'm not, but I'm not the only one. That's the thing. Like, I'm, like you said, people want to see the All Blacks. I'm not the only one that wanted to see the All Blacks. Like, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, as, as like people who don't know rugby, but they've heard yeah. about it, the All Blacks is a big name just just to bring somebody in because it's the All Blacks. Any like if you if you don't know rugby, that, that is the All Blacks. That's just, true. Yeah, people associate rugby with the All Blacks all the time, and you listen to people's, you know, Joe Marler's and James Haskell's books when they they tell people they play rugby. To someone who doesn't play rugby or like doesn't know shit about rugby, it's like, oh, so you're the one that like does the dance? Like, no, that's that's not us. You know? <laughs> they, yeah, they did a thing uh, for for rugby pass. Jim Hamilton went to like I want to say Hong Kong or something like that. He went he went somewhere over there, and he was like, oh, you know rugby, and they go, oh yeah, yeah, the All Blacks. Like every single person was just like, oh yeah, yeah, the, the All Blacks. It's just people People know the All Blacks and they like the All Blacks. And I think they're a big draw. And having us hosting the uh, World Cup here, I think that would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it'd be For great. Everybody, uh, everybody involved, I think it would just do amazing. Yeah. Well, it's like every country that hosts um, the World Cup, their numbers skyrocket for rugby. Yeah. So that's what we need is to be getting the athletes started in rugby earlier we don't need people who were failed college football players jumping into rugby getting three years experience and playing for the eagles you're not going to win 
Yeah, but like USA, like I mean, they call it like the the culture pot for a reason, right? So like, if you if we hold the World Rugby Cup, and we're bringing like the All Blacks and you know England and everybody else, not only will it boost our numbers, but I think it will phenomenally boost everybody else involved. Like it, it's just USA would be really good for rugby if we can actually, excuse me, actually promote it here. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. That's. But that's what we need, though. We just have to promote it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're uh, right. But I mean, a successful USA team is only good for the sport. Yeah. And it's just just, be, just because the numbers of like fans that we could bring to the game would be huge. Like the fans that we have now are passionate and loyal, but like it's a limited number of fans. Yeah, it is. Anyways, that's my spill on that. That's all I got. So, well, shit, that's all I got too. As usual, just hit up, hit us up on uh, social media, hit us up on uh, our emails or our website. Those are questions at scrummed up, scrummed up podcast dot com, and everything rugby at scrummed up podcast dot com. Uh. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. That's it. That's all I got. So I guess uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, and we'll you'll see us on Texas Rugby Monthly in another month or so, whenever we do that fucking recording. <laughs> Probably be out around Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Well, if you're an Apple listener, you'll get to hear our first and second episode once I figure that bullshit out. Because fuck Apple. So, anyways, we'll see you guys later.